the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM, more stimulating talk, San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. You have to meet with clients and colleagues face-to-face. Problem is, you may have a tight budget, and business travel is expensive and time-consuming. That's why I recommend doing more and traveling less by holding online meetings with GoToMeeting. For just $49 a month, you can hold as many meetings as you want. It's so easy, you'll have your first meeting up and running in seconds. I use GoToMeeting all the time to collaborate with my colleagues and clients. Saves me time, saves me money. You can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. But you must visit GoToMeeting.com slash K-N-E-W. That's GoToMeeting.com slash K-N-E-W for a free 30-day trial. This is the new generation of talk radio in the Bay Area. This is KNEW, AM and HD, Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose. Now, your money, your life. It's Rob Black. Hey, everybody, it's me, <laughs> Rob Black. Welcome in. When I say it's a little bit of a deep end area for me, I'm not trouncing myself, I'm not knocking myself. I'm just saying, for instance, Saturday morning, I'm going to speak to 200 teachers and they're all new teachers and that's really what I do well that's really what I want to do and the moment I can't do that I'll leave so you remember we were talking earlier about Republican Scott Brown he won the Massachusetts seat it's been left vacant for all in the death of Ed Kennedy people oftentimes say Ted Kennedy but his name was Edward Kennedy um, who is literally rolling in his grave tonight because all he cared about was health care and he couldn't live long enough to make sure that they got the 60 votes. He tried. He tried. And it looked like it was going to be a slam dunk for you know him to be replaced with a Democrat who would have been very liberal. But her very liberalness seems to have bit her in the butt and bit Kennedy, not Kennedy in the butt, bit Kennedy's legacy in the butt and bit you know President Barack Obama in the butt. Now, the vote might be seen as a message to President Obama that as we enter the run up to the midterm elections in November, it's crucially removes the 60-seat majority the Democrats had enjoyed. If the market views a failure of the bill as likely, it'll be seen as a positive for long-term large-cap pharmaceuticals like Merck and Pfizer, um, as the industry was helping fund the bill by at least $80 billion over the 10 years. So that's an extra $8 billion back in their pocket, in theory. Maybe maybe yes, maybe no, maybe so. But you What's in it for me? What's in it for me? 800-345-5639. If you want to get your phone calls on the air, it's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. We haven't had a lot of phone calls today. Not sure why. We've had a lot of guest calls in today. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Interesting story today. Not like, ooh, I'm going to wet my pants. Interesting. Like, you're not going to, you know, I consider myself water cooler fodder. The New York Times said they're going to start charging frequent weeders. weeders. <laughs> oh, good God, I'm out of flood. Um, if New York Times is going to start charging weeders um, on their site. I love the New York Times. It is the most popular website for news in the nation. 
And they're going to take what the Financial Times does, where if you come, you get three re- articles a month. Maybe some months they'll give you 10 articles per month for free. Maybe some articles will give you 20 per month, depending on how many advertisers they got sold into the month and not. So they're going to say, we're going to give so much into the free model. 17 million readers in the United States touch NewYorkTimes.com on a regular basis or on a semi-irregular basis. And they're going to give the semi-irregular free, but the regulars are going to say, pony up. I love that. It's the evolution. Content is king. Or a wild distribution like, ooh, I can go anywhere I want. Screw you, New York Times. So distribution was a winner for a period of time. Now content is a winner. I love the New York Times. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I'm not a big fan of the weekend New York Times. A lot of you freaks like getting the New York Times on the weekend. Eh, too much. I like it for the business news. Anyway, I'm totally digressing. Intuitive Surgical. They do something called a Da Vinci. It's pretty cool. It's this basic robot that does minimally invasive surgeries. So if you ever have, have you ever met anyone who's had a heart attack? Take time to think about it. Say yes or no. Have you ever met anyone who's had a heart attack? Typically what the first thing they'll do, it's like heart attacks and boob jobs. Let me show you. Women will rip open their chest and say, look at these babies. I got them all improved. Whereas men will rip open their chest and say, look at the scar. My dad had a heart attack and they literally take a saw and cut your breastplate open. Cut your breastplate open. Move it off to the side so the doctor can get to your heart pretty easily. It's it's non-minimally evasive. It's maximum invasive. It's pretty hardcore. So this Da Vinci robot does a lot of things minimally invasive. Not heart surgery, but you get the idea. I was trying to give you an, uh, uh, a relatable. Of course, I happen to use women's breasts as a relatable, and I need to stop doing that because people are getting angry at me. But high-volume robotic reference centers starting to show a little bit of growth. Growth in underpenetrated areas, underpenetrated territories. For instance, Da Vinci's expensive. For doctors to use this remote control system to get into your body and fix things, it's expensive. It ain't cheap. So Stockton Hospital ain't got it. San Francisco, they're good. Now the hospital focus on procedure growth. Hospitals are more and more going, you know what? The more procedures we can get in, the more procedures we can get out, the more money, more money, more money we can make. So it's catching on. It's taking time, but it is catching on. Now, Microsoft is in the news today. They've announced that they've signed a patent cross-licensing agreement with Funai Electric. I go, what the hell is this story all about? My goal on the show is to digest the news for you and sometimes spit it out and make sense for you. And sometimes spit it out and say, I don't know. You tell me. So Microsoft has signed a patent cross-licensing agreement with a company called Funai Electric. They manufacture LCD TVs. You know your LCD TV consumes a ton of energy. It actually warms a house. If you go to next to an LCD monitor, it's actually kicking off a little bit of hum. So anyway, Philips, Magnavox, Sylvania, and Emerson. That's what Funai Electric does. They make LCD TVs, but we don't know them as Funai. We know them as Philips, Magnavox, Sylvania, and Emerson. So they're going to develop each other's current and future products and talk to each other. The agreement allows for greater mutual access to each other's company's respective patent portfolio. I don't know what that means, other than the fact that Microsoft wants to get into your TV. I'll be honest. That's all I know. I don't know anything about the patents that they hold. I know nothing. Nothing. (laughs) I'll leave it at that. Um, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800 Three four five five six three nine to get your calls in there. IBM came out with a great quarter last night. 
And something that I love about Wall Street is sometimes you think you know everything. You really do. You get a little high on yourself. And last night, if I were a betting man, I would have said that quarter was such a blowout. Billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. IBM is a huge company that does business in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of countries. I would have said that quarter is so damn good, Wall Street's going to have a good day tomorrow. And Wall Street's not having a good day. A little bit of buy on the news, sell on the news, buy on the rumor. Buy the rumor, sell the news. A little bit, uh, now we got to wait 90 days for IBM to impress this again. So sometimes that happens. And if you only live 90 days, then you messed up. You should have sold yesterday. But you're going to live longer than 90 days. So you have to take that into account, hopefully. But IBM's quarter, and for the record... I still believe IBM was named after the computer HAL in Space Odyssey 2001 was stolen from IBM. The author denies it, but again, the author had great um, intertwinability with IBM. Arthur C. Clarke, um, he worked with IBM on a regular basis. And of course, he's not going to say, yeah, I stole um, your initials. IBM shifted them back to H, shifted B back to A, shifted M back to L. Uh, of course, he's not going to say, I stole that from you guys. No way. No how, no shape, no foul. Because the, the computer in Space Odyssey 2001 was evil. It was nasty. It wasn't very kind. So for him to get his vision and then to corrupt it and make it not very kind, of course, he's not going to ever admit that. Anyway, give the give the show about three minutes until um, Sebastian Coots storms in here and goes. There's an app for that. Tends to get a little frustrated with me at times. Anyway, the corporate technology industry, IBM, scrambling for higher ground, moving from hardware to services. IBM is really showing us steady revenue growth, higher profit, tighter bonds. IBM did something a couple years ago. They shifted towards services, and it made a lot of people go, what the hell are you doing? They said, we don't really need to make a computer and make money off of it. We need to make a deal with Clear Channel for 10 years to give them computers and to service them and to back things up. And every now and then we'll throw more bells and whistles on it. But they want that 10-year contract, and they don't care about the computers. Computers are just commodities. I've got a computer at Cron TV, which every day I'm dreading more and more. That's eight years old. The computer's eight years old. It's got this water-powered tech, kind of grinding technology inside of it. So IBM is leading. And who's copying them? Who's copying them? Oracle. They're now combining hardware with software. Cisco is partnering with EMC. Service business is in the mix now, mix in the software world too. A guy named Sam Palomasano. IBM's got a good website and they do a good corporate blog by their corporate officers, which I dig. In the 1990s, what IBM started, a lot of people didn't trust. Services and software now account for over 80% of the company's business, up from half of that in 2000. And that predictability is stunning. Companies sold their hardware business, they sold their flat panel displays, they sold their disk drives, they sold their personal computers, they sold their printers. Big Blue, they've stumbled in recent years a little bit. Some disappointing quarters here. A rare setback there, but those are rare. IBM's got a, made a remarkable transition. IBM's service business was born of necessity, a way to unbundle its pricing of big mainframe computers. In the early 1990s, IBM's business was threatened as it became increasingly possible to move some corporate workloads off expensive mainframes and onto computers powered by lower-cost microprocessors. You get the basic idea. I dig the evolution of IBM. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639.
five, six, three, nine. I'm running out of energy. I'm going to be tonight, and I'm not going to drink, so don't show up to watch me drink, but I'm going to be at the Soma Grand, uh, 530 to 730, 530 to 730, talking about commercial real estate, investing in commercial real estate. Good idea, bad idea. I'm going to do that from 530 to 730 tonight. You can sign up for the event at somagrand.eventbrite.com, somagrand.eventbrite.com. In about 30 minutes, we'll have it on the website at talk910.com. If you can't remember, Soma, S-O-M-A, Grand, Grand, dot eventbrite oh it's bright b-r-i-t-e dang you funny spelling of bright so it's somagrand.eventbrite.com it's Rob Black Show 910am more stimulating you talk ahead at noon Glenn Beck now Rob Black 910am more stimulating talk Black talking all things financial. I just refuse to step on that. It's too cool. 800 5639 It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. What's on your mind? Where are you people? Pick up the phone and give me a call, 800-345-5639. Let's go to Bob in San Francisco. Bob. Yes, Rob. I still see two-thirds of the medical establishment on board with the drug, with the medical reform. The drug people funded Martha Coakley's event, and they were going to replace the money that the uh, labor people weren't giving up with the Cadillac taxing. So that was a, those are both recent, and the AMA jumped on board on Christmas Eve. So the two of them could cut out the health insurers, and uh, you know it, it can still happen. Isn't that is it good to read the, the death of the plan for drug stocks? I mean, I know you say they get their eighty billion back or eight billion, eight billion a year, eighty billion over the next ten years. Um, there was a question mark, Bob, and no longer, or not no longer, but there's less of a question mark today on what's going to be in that plan. If you read the House of Representatives plan versus Senate plan, they're two very different plans and how they play out in the world of big pharmaceuticals or how they play out in HMOs or how they play out in biotechnology companies or how they play out in generics. So it, it would have, it, we were still rumoring and conjecturing on what would be passed and what wouldn't be passed, but there's no doubt today that the big pharmaceuticals, if you go back about a year and see what happened to them, they were fearful of healthcare reform. Well, they put in the first $80 billion, and that was just... You know, blood money, I guess. Blood money. What do you mean by that? Well, they were shaken down. They, it was that they were going to be part of the victims or just the insurance people. I just think it's a gang up. The doctors finally got on board. It was it was like six years ago when the ARP got on board with the Part D plan. Very late. You know, they just the train was leaving the station, and it still left. I mean, they never had that 60th vote because it couldn't have been cast from Christmas Eve till now. You know, they haven't been in session, and then, so it was as good as gone then. They barely got this done. And it was, you know, the, the one detail left was the Cadillac thing and the drug companies finessed that. They enabled a solution, which is now dead, but maybe they can still pay the money that won't come in because the Cadillac plants can't be part of 
or can't be uh, taken care of and finessed. Yep. So like okay. in Massachusetts, apparently they killed off Martha. Okay. So, Thanks for the call. All right. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Not quite sure what that was about. I had a tougher time following him on than he was having following me. Oh, that might have made all the sense in the world to other people, but it made no sense to me. So sometimes I'm just, I'm stuck and made no sense to me. So that's what we got. Anyway, investors dominate home flipping. Let's talk about this for a brief second. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. 800-345-5639. This was in the Chronicle today. I got to give credit where credit's due. Um, I don't tend to like the Chronicle. It's kind of a big old hodgepodge of Associated Press articles. But this one was a, a staff writer, and she talks about house flipping, a quick buck scheme pursued by amateurs and professionals in the boom. So I had partners of mine that were ignoring the stock market, and they're going out and trying to flip houses, which they lost money, and I fired them as partners of mine. It's dominated now by investors who are willing to pay all cash, of which most people, you hear about flip my house. <laughs> Excuse me. But you got to have all cash if you're going to be able to go in and flip. Troll for auctions. Look at foreclosures that banks are, you know, gradually trying to siphon off of their books. This trend of professional investors, it took hold more than a year ago, and it's gained a lot of ground. Federal Housing Administration reversed a rule and decided to allow government-backed mortgages for homes sold and resold within 90 days. If you think you're going to be able to flip a house, I'm going to tell you, more often than not, you're wrong. The cost in buying, 3% to buy, 3% to sell, you're already at 6%. Then you get state taxes. Then you get capital gains on if it, if it is flipped. Uh, then you get what happens if you mess up? What if it doesn't? What happens if you buy something that's worse off than you thought? It, you know, why didn't someone purchase it before you? Do not, do not try to be that person who's a, a flipper. I've never met anyone who's the average Joe who could flip houses. Some people got lucky. I mean, hell, a lot of people got lucky. I remember buying home in 1999 and 2002. It was, you know, doubled. It's like, whoa. What the hell just happened there? That was a lot of luck. Go to Marnie in San Jose. Marnie? I'm sorry. Hi, me, I have a question. I'll take it online. What is your crystal ball foretell if interest rates go up? Rocky versus Mr. T. Movie was Rocky 3. What do you see for the fight? And Mr. T said pain. How's that for an answer? And most in equities or uh, what do you see happening in bonds? Not corporate bonds, but like, you know, other bonds. Are you, pour, are you pouring a soda right now? Pardon me? Are you pouring a soda? No. <laughs> I thought I heard, maybe I'm hearing things today. Maybe I got a brain. No, I'm pouring a cup of coffee. Oh, nice. So, can I talk about my favorite cup of coffee? I suppose. <laughs> Going a little off track, but the, the stock has some upside, so that might interest you. So it's a company called Keurig. Keurig makes individual water called K-Cups. And everyone who I've introduced this thing to, they love it, and they're going out and buying them. They love them, love them, love them, love them. So it's called Keurig, and it's a publicly traded company. And uh, they've got some upside in the K-Cups. Now, Dietrich Coffee, obviously, a player in this world as well. So it's individual packets of coffee and tea and hot chocolate, too, for those of you who love hot chocolate. And it's good stuff. Like Pete's Coffee, they don't sell the, the K-Cups at their store, but they sell them online. And so it's damn good Pete's Cup of Coffee, and it's brewed perfectly. So you don't have to pour yourself a cup of coffee. You can make yourself an individual cup of coffee. McDonald's is using the system. It's, it's gaining wild popularity. And you can either get on the K-Cup train, woo, woo, 
or you could be passed up on the cake cup trend. So um, Mimi, I say you get on it. As far as um, interest rates going higher, we don't have an hour to dedicate to some of the ramifications and how subtle they might be or not. On one hand, for instance, bonds will start yielding a higher rate of return when interest rates move higher. But bond funds might get hit because the bond fund manager is starting to chase yield. So he has to sell what he has at a discount so he can go out and get a premium yield. So his discount coupon, he's going to be selling his his principal at a discount so he can go out and get a higher yield. So it's not as simple as you think as far as chasing returns and situations along those lines. So I would be very, very cautious on that. Um, Sell off? No, I think there's going to be a sell off on some level, but I'm not going to... I think you're making a huge mistake if you think, you know, as soon as interest rates change that, you know, the whole game's over. Are you trying to think that way? No, 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 no. I'm just looking at what happened with China last week, how everybody sold off. Now there's like a slow sell-off in the marketplace because everyone sees China tightening its monetary policy. We have a bunch of money sitting at, at an institutional level that hasn't really entered into the marketplace, and that's part of the complaint because they're not lending it. I'm just kind of surveying the landscape and getting somebody else's perspective. And thanks for the call. Higher interest rates are a good thing because they show you that the economy is working. Higher interest rates are a bad thing because they slow down future economies. So I think it's a little bit of a mistake to try to bullet shot yourself into one and say, this is the right way to go. This is the wrong way to go as far as what I'm going to do with my portfolio. Higher interest rates are good for senior citizens. Lower interest rates are good for economies. Um, you know, senior citizens can get a bond that gives them four, five, six, seven percent, which is all they want. All they want is their four percent. They'll go home. But when overnight lending is as low as it is, you know, under one quarter, one percent, you know, Mimi, Marnie, whatever your name was, um, I don't like interest rates under one percent. It's telling you that our economy is weak. It's telling you that we're pathetic, that we're anemic. It's telling you that we're that white pasty kid who had braces on its on his legs and couldn't walk and could never go out and play and couldn't you know develop muscles. Um, we're, we're anemic as a nation at 1%. So I want to see us get back to, you know, three, four, 5% in that area of borrowing cost. It's a healthier economy overall. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Google K-Cups, ladies and gentlemen. They're yummy, delicious. Yummy, delicious. I like Pringles, sour cream, and onion. Yummy, delicious. 800-345-5639. Tonight, I'm going to be at the Soma Grand. Soma Grand. Uh, 1160 Mission Street, 530 to 730. It's free. Uh, but you, I do think you need to sign up. You have to register. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's at grand.eventbrite.com. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. I know a guy who's tough but sweet. He's so fine he can be beat. Rob Black, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Zero, three, four, five, five, six, three, nine. Little Devo working in the coal mines. Is this Devo without lyrics, though? Is this just a bed of music? Oh, it's coming. I didn't know it was such a delay. Devo. Coming to Coachella this year, Devo. Them in their plastic suits and their red hats. 
kind of a new funk, new wave approach to music. Coachella is a gathering of young people listening to young people's music, and yet Devo is going to be there, so it's for some older people. I would imagine there's some wafting smell of marijuana as well. Just a little bit out in Palm Springs. And again, it's been highly recommended to me that if you've never been to Palm Springs to make love sweet love, that having love sweet love under a desert sky is all that and a bucket of chicken. I don't know what that means, but I'm repeating it as if I do. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Got an email from someone who... um, He's just a mess. 65 years old, and he's just a mess. He hasn't saved enough. He's got crappy stocks like Sirius Satellite Radio. And he said, you know, are you laughing or crying? You know, at the end of his email, he said, are you laughing or crying? I cry. I feel pity for senior citizens who've done their best to save and just don't know what the hell they're doing. And that's most of you. For instance, you need a million dollars so you can retire. A million friggin' dollars. Our Social Security from the United States government comes out to about $20,000. Our health care is about 9000 in retirement. So that leaves you with $11,000 to live off. Not many people can do that. I tend to use a basic generic. Let's start with a million dollars because a million dollars could pay you $40,000 in a good economy. A million dollars could pay you $40,000 in a bad economy. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um... So anyway, what I told the guy was, I said, go to Morningstar.com or Financial Engine. Stop trying to pick your own damn mutual funds. You're not good at it. You're just not good at it. And it's sad. It's sad to see that you fell through the system and you sucked for years and years and years. And you sucked and you sucked and you sucked and you never got better. I'm going to be honest with you. Every now and then I get an email from like a professional athlete who sucks at what they do. You know, 80% of football players end up bankrupt after they leave the NFL. 80 freaking percent. And each and every one of us go, I'd play the game for free. <laughs> you wouldn't play the game for free. Playing football, you'd get paid because you have a skill set that very few people have. But they don't have the mathematical skill set. They don't have the investment skill set. This, this is all I'm trying to do is give you a skill set. It's all I'm trying to do on this show. I don't know if I'm going to pull it off. I'm just trying to give you a skill set. Now, um, I see it all over. And then every now and then I'll get like a, an email from Kira. And Kira will say, hey, here's my 401k. Here's my five choices I've done. I've allocated it kind of like you said, and I've got $10,000. Or a couple years later, I get an email saying I got $80,000 because I did what you said. And it just makes me want to cry. And when I cry, I don't do that Indian. Do you remember the American Indian who cried when he saw the big trash heap in the 1970s? Um, they pull back on him, and he just sees this huge trap heap, uh, trash heap. And, you know, this land is your land. This from California to the coast, blah, blah, blah. And there's a big tear coming down his eye. When I cry, it's like a big blubbering cry. I cry like, <laughs> my lip starts to waver and quaver and wither. <laughs> Actually, that's every woman I've ever dated. No, I don't cry like Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck cries like a sissy girl. So, not me. Um, anyway, I'm totally digressing. Let's, um, what was I even talking? Oh, I'm just trying to get you to retirement and every now and then I, I do get happy and I, I, it makes me thrilled that you get what I do. So, um, Conceptus, here's a publicly traded company that I think you can get the idea of, you know, I told you making love, sweet love under the, the Arizona desert sky or the California desert sky of Coachella. And Palm Springs and how it will change your life. There's a company called Conceptus. And Conceptus, ticker symbol is CPTS. CPTS. Now, I know you're not saying you can invest in birth control. Yes, you can. 
story about birth control. I'm once had a nun. She was a, I was a registered investment advisor and she comes into my office and she says, you know, I got a story to tell you. And she sits down and she was the sweetest woman on the planet. And she starts talking about her portfolio and she's got a great portfolio. And she says, I got a story for you back in the 1950s. I was dating. Gives you an idea of how old she was. And, um, she goes, my boyfriend and I, we were in a consensual sexual relationship and, you know, birth control had just been invented. And uh, I'm like, oh my God, she's my mother. She's my mother. And I'm like, I do the math. I do the math. I'm like, there's no chance. So I was starting to get a little bit scared that my mother was really a nun, that she was coming to tell me that I was adopted and she had a big story that she had to tell me. Um, fortunately for me, that's not what happened. But she goes, I didn't get it. She was around when birth control was really starting to be developed and put in the power of women's and put in the hand of women's hand, I mean, put in the power of women's hands. You see what I'm trying to say, but I'm not saying it terribly well. Um, and she said, you know, 30, 40, 50 years later, Johnson and Johnson still sells the same basic prescription, the same basic birth control. And she goes, that's a business lesson, Rob. And she goes, I learned that business lesson ultimately from you, but I don't think she actually learned it from me, but she had a better story than I could possibly, possibly dream up. Um, so there's a company called Conceptus and they do a modern type of birth control. So if you're going to make love, sweet love under the Palm Spring desert sky, um, and you don't want a kid, a kid's going to cost you $250,000 from age zero to 17, another $250,000 from 17 to 21. Now puppies are a lot cheaper unless you get a sickly puppy. So keep that in mind. Now Conceptus is a $20 stock and this is a stock that, again, I think you'll understand the concept. Um, they were a company that had losses, losses, losses. And finally, in 2008, they hit a profit. Business has indeed been picking up. It's a Mountain View-based company. So you can actually go to their annual report, their annual shareholder meeting, and listen in. Now, they make the first proven non-surgical permanent birth control product for women. The first proven non-surgical permanent birth control product for women. The company's one and only product. Are you kidding me? They got one and only product. So if for some reason someone else comes up with a non-surgical permanent birth control product... They could be put out of business. That's a risk. That's something you have to understand. It's called Esure. E-S-S-U-R-E. That's cute, right? Cute. It's kind of like a sure that you're not going to get pregnant, but with an E. They use a thin telescopic instrument called a hysteroscope. A doctor inserts a coiled spring device in the fallopian tube close to the cervix. Actually, through the cervix. Now, the body, the woman's body, it then forms a natural barrier around the micro-insert to prevent sperm from reaching the egg. The procedure is 99.8% effective, and it can be done quickly in a doctor's office. And so far, zero pregnancies on four years of testing. Now, again, I bring that up because it's easy as hell for you to understand. Now, let's take a look at the last year. Stock's gone from 12 to 20. It's hitting an all-time high today. Rob Black doesn't like all-time highs. Rob Black doesn't like chasing performance. Er, Rob Black doesn't like. Taking a look at a chart of the company in the last five years, it's gone from $4 to $20. Rob Black likes that. Rob Black gets that it's a proven concept, that people are good with it. Now, again, I just told you a story about inserting something into a woman's fallopian tube, which if you were to ask me to find a fallopian tube, I couldn't. If you were to ask me to you know, pick out a cervix, I could pick out a cervix. I know what a cervix is. But then this little insert, it basically creates a, a, a mucus coiled spring insert and it, it 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 creates a bigger egg around so that it stops your sperm from reaching the egg very cool like i just gave a birth control lesson i just gave a birth control lesson on the show and i feel pretty comfortable with it if you go online i'm gonna have an online version of what i'm talking about but conceptus ticker symbol cpts cpts you know who i think would be interested in cpts johnson johnson procter and gamble i think they could acquire them for almost nothing in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, do you think women are going to not want to get pregnant? 
but they're going to want to enjoy sex, sexual activity? Do you think men are going to not want to get pregnant, but they're going to want to enjoy sexual activity? For instance, you're a husband and you've had three or four kids. You've had enough. You don't want to do anymore. Enough. Enough. This is an outpatient procedure. It takes 15 minutes. doesn't require any anesthesia. doesn't require a hot searing you know, thing going in your doodads, guys. So it's distributed through Australia, Canada, France, Spain, and the UK. So the only way you go after a company like this is you say, I bet it's going to be in business in 10, 20, 30 years. Go to Dexter in Piedmont. Dexter. Hey, morning, Rob. Hey, Dexter. Yeah, I just want to, why does the stock market have to react with, uh, like, the yesterday's election in Massachusetts? You're saying the stock market is not reacting? No, it is reacting. Why, why does it have to do that? Mm, I don't think it's necessarily reacting to the election. I think part of it is reacting to the election, but we've seen part of it react to that election earlier this week when healthcare stocks had a big move up in the last five business days. Today, I think it's a little bit more that IBM was a huge, it's a huge part of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. And I think their quarter was good. They didn't turn straw into gold. So Wall Street's kind of letting it go. And I think you're just seeing a little bit of sell the news. Um, Dexter, we were up in March. We were up in April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. We got to, at some point in time, slow down because it's kind of like um, Jesse Owens or Carl Lewis, fast Americans, blazing speed. At some point in time, they need to stop for a breather or their body just breaks down. And Wall Street, when it breaks down, it's ugly. It's a correction, 10, 20, 30, 40%. When we stop for a breather, it's 5 to 10%. I prefer to stop for breathers, but eh, sometimes I don't mind taking advantage of the breaking down on the, on the other side. Thanks for the call, Dexter. 800 5639 It's 800 Still don't have a contract. My demands are... 40 Getz's Bullseye Candy. I want Corey's office. I want all of Green 960 to program music as I want. I want Valerie Grant's car space with her name crossed out and my name over it in black bold marker so that everyone could see that I won. And I want the salary of a janitor retroactive to January 1. That's not much to ask for. Ooh, and a bottle of Maker's Mark each and every month can never get below 50% full. Forgot that one. Heidi saved me on that one. Um, I'm not asking for a lot. And if you can provide me these teeny tiny little things, I'll come be your personal servant slave for you. I'll come to your home. I'll cook for you. I'm a damn good cook. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk. grows globally. Tupperware Brands has come a long way since 1950s when they had come into your home with kitchen demonstrations. With Tupperware, you can now get kimchi keepers. Kimchi keepers. What's interesting to note about this is they've kind of changed with the times. And a lot of times you say, Robert, you tend to talk about investing in foreign markets. Would Tupperware be an investment in a foreign market? You betcha. Because as you create a middle class, you sometimes create a stay-at-home mom or you create people who eat more. Um, and they, they get a refrigerator there. They throw stuff in it and they want to reuse it and replay it and you, you redo it again. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and buy Tupperware because Tupperware also sells makeup. And uh, I'm not selling that in any way, shape, or form. Did you know, listen to this, you know how earlier in the show we were talking about 
uh, Coakley beating Brown or Coakley losing to Brown. Excuse me, I just changed the elections. The elections, Brown won 52%, Coakley's 47%. Two years ago, when Kennedy beat Chase, what do you think it was? What do you think it was? Kennedy, a Democrat, he's been reelected for like the millionth time. 69% of the vote. That's how damn Democratic they are as a state. That's pretty damn Democratic, right? That's a lot of Democrats. So 69% to 31%. You just don't see elections skew that direction. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. Conan O'Brien's exit from NBC. I haven't mentioned Conan O'Brien today, and I should. Um, It could allow the Fox network to jump back into late-night television. Do you remember where Fox trying to do Chevy Chase late at night? A little bit of a flippy-floppy. Fox has been mulling a late-night talk show with Mr. O'Brien, who's likely to host his uh, last episode of The Tonight Show on Friday. This Friday, after a dispute with NBC over plans to push back the show's airtime by half an hour. Now, Fox has said it won't breach the subject in earnest until Mr. O'Brien leaves NBC. Now, Mr. O'Brien wouldn't be permitted to host another TV show probably until September at the earliest. So don't think News Corp and Fox are going to jump all over them. There's a lot of hurdles that ultimately have to be jumped through. A lot of people, I'm going to be honest with you. I think you should go to HBO. I have HBO. I'd watch him on HBO. I'd love to hear him curse. I'd love to see nude women on his show. I'd love to see things that aren't on typical late night television. I've got HBO. I never watch it at night. I watch it during the weekends when I watch my TV shows. When I watch my Entourage or my True Blood or my um, the Big Love. When I watch my TV shows. So I would love to see HBO come into some sort of primetime or late night programming Every now and then, like Showtime will take something like Big Brother and they'll they'll do an uh, they'll show you what happens in the middle of the night and they'll get, you know, nudity on Showtime that way when they can't really get it on their CBS network. CBS owns Showtime. A lot of people may or may not know that. But I'd love to see Conan Jump too. Screw it. We got too many regular TV options already. We got too many. And that's the problem. It's not that Jay Leno sucks or Conan O'Brien sucks or uh, David Letterman stinks. It, it They don't. It's just. It's an established cliche. We already know. Oh, I bet they're going to say something about Ted Kennedy tonight. Oh, I bet they're going to say something about Sarah Palin. Go to HBO and try something new. Try something different. Please, 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 Conan O'Brien. Try something different if you can. It's all that I ask for. 800 345 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. McDonald's is a company you could invest in. It's one of those companies that I throw out every now and then. I'm not telling you to invest in them. But it's a company, why don't you go take a look at the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years and see if you want that. That's an investment. It's an investment. Credit Suisse upgraded them today, calling them a $71 stock. They see some drivers. International business. Um, that's worthy of note. Hmm. Oh, Google. Remember how earlier in the week Google was talking all big and brave and, and strong about how they're going to leave China? Like, they hacked into You're our... Com- googly moogly. Wait, 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 let's try that one again. You're a googly moogly. There you go. Thank you very much. That's the lovely and talented Heidi Hartley. Um, changing Google's tone. So, ultimately, what's happened is Google is talking about their China business. They're a little angry that they got hacked into, and maybe some people's lives are going to be destroyed and killed because of it. Maybe, maybe not. Google CEO expressed that the company may stay in China if it can obtain some sort of agreement with the Chinese government. Now, that's kind of vague, isn't it? 
what exactly is some sort of agreement? I'll give you some sort of agreement. Google's China's PR director, Wang Jingyong, he said he's resumed normal operations and employees have returned to their duties. Key management published a statement on their official blog refuting speculation that Google China is dismissing employees and shutting down their business. Now, most analysts tend to think that Google's situation is still evolving, and they think that the worst-case scenario um, doesn't happen, that Google would shut down. Um, but it is not business as usual in China at this point in time, so there's a little bit of a little freakiness. I don't know if I did this story yesterday. I think I did, but I might have got it a little confused and forgot to do it. Apple, one analyst, a guy named Gene Munster. What a great last name. If my last name was Munster, there's a pretty good chance I'd change it. So, I don't know. What, what's a great name that's admired by all? Mm, maybe Kennedy? I don't know. Rockefeller? Robert Rockefeller? Mm, that doesn't work. A little pretentious, but it would probably work. So, anyway, um, Gene Munster over at Piper Jaffray, he talks about Apple share price, and he thinks he can get it to 1000 Oh, I did do this story yesterday. I totally remember doing this. He said it's the decade of the mobile. He thinks that it's going to become a global smartphone leader and that they can maintain their incredible growth rate, even though it's been huge. There's an explosive growth opportunity for Apple as products reach lower price points. So ultimately, the app development platform is definitely favoring Apple. Apple will not crack corporate America, but their mobile money, where the money is right now is mobile. So no specific long-term price target for Munster, but he said it could grow to 1000 over the next five years. I don't think that's a crazy bold statement. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think there's anything ludicrous or insane about it. So, oh, California. Haven't hit this story, and I should. Remember when we were starting to talk about healthcare reform, and one of the big angles that came up was if we do healthcare reform in the nation, then some of the laws that California has in place would be overridden, and maybe we'd like that. Maybe we wouldn't. So California seeking to reduce the long waits of many people and how we have to endure dealing with HMOs, California's implemented its new rules, which specify how quickly patients and health maintenance organizations, HMOs, can be seen. New rules require appointments within 10 business days for general doctor visits. That's pretty cool. I give a tip of the hat to California for you. A general doctor visit, let's say you got a little mold growing on your foot, you got a little janky foot toenail, which I do not recommend making love sweet love in the desert sky with janky foot toenail problems. Um, the regulations by the California Department of Managed Healthcare in the works for much of the last decade, they're trying to change it. So if you want to be treated by your HMO doctor, 10 business days from requesting an appointment. For specialists, let's say you have to go to the janky foot doctor, 15 days. Now, patients seeking urgent care that does not require prior authorization must seen, be seen within 48 hours. That's pretty interesting stuff. I, I, I don't disagree in concept with it. Now, telephone calls to doctor's offices have to be returned within 30 minutes. Whoa, that's a little bit of a stickler. Physicians or other health professionals will have, um, will have to be available 24 hours a day. That's a little bit of a stickler. California says it's the first state to set deadlines as far as time standards go for HMOs. California consumers have long complained about delays in HMOs. And for instance, one study in 2009, which is being cited in this whole story is that people in San Diego, they had to wait an average of 24 days for a routine physical. It's a long time. I like my routine physical. I know, it's fun to get naked in front of a doctor. It's fun. It's fun, 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 fun. 
Um, waiting 24 days, not so much fun because you know what? I can't plan that far ahead. In Los Angeles, patients wait 59 days on average. Now, researchers say Los Angeles high cost of living, its vast poor population, and low reimbursement rates from Medi-Cal have driven doctors away from the city. They're saying, screw it. So there's not enough doctors to see you. That's the problem. We have the solution, but the problem is the problem. Don't forget, I'm going to be giving a speech tonight at the Soma Grand. I'm going to be part of their event there. You can learn more at SomaGrand.com. SomaGrand.com. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.